Welcome to the Swike Podcast, the only podcast that shares the stuff you didn't know you needed to know about jobs, careers, and life. The Swike Podcast, the stuff I wish I knew earlier. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Swike Stuff I Wish I Knew Earlier podcast. We're here with one of our guest hosts, Brian Yang, and, and we thought we'd have a conversation on how gaming helped you get a job. So, uh, Brian, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing? Phenomenal as always. So uh, as we were chatting about different topics to talk about, brainstorming and things like that, uh, I often get uh, comments from parents who are like, well, my kid games too much. They play too many games. It's not a good thing. But uh, when you found this topic, we're like, well, actually gaming helped you get a job. I was curious and interested to say like, well, could we dive uh, a little bit more and deeper in that? So I'd love if we started with a little bit more background on, on your stuff. And then how, how do we get from gaming help you get a job? Yeah, So, so for sure, tell, for sure. tell the folks a little bit more about yourself and the background, the context. So, so, my, so I'm Brian. My background is actually in engineering and mechanical engineering. I think at this point I have like, well, like, uh, I tried multiple careers aspect in terms of what I want to do with my life. So there was mechanical engineering going first, um, tried academia in terms of uh, trying to get, you know, become a professor and really the teaching aspect of it. Um, you know, I went to do my, do my master's and eventually wanted to transition to a PhD. But then halfway through that, I was like, uh, I got pulled into this sort of technology. I uh, had this, you know, brilliant idea of trying to become the next Elon Musk and try to try to become the next, you know, Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, so I started my own startup, um, so, uh, basically basically a project called here as in listen here and then what we're trying to build is basically a communication platform to tell stories uh, using anonymity as sort of this power and sort of background basis um, and when that didn't go well which is kind of the reason uh, how this whole gaming world started is where I kind of fell into a little bit of depression really trying to go back and find myself and then sort of the topic today is where I eventually you know went into the gaming space um, really kind of lifted really kind of put myself in it and sort of almost got lost in it. Um, but what it did is kind of it raised the co- a level of confidence level. And then from there, I transitioned into sort of like, I guess, the real world industry, just <laughs> consulting. Um, and then I've been in consulting ever since then. Uh, so basically, I am just a consultant in uh, Deloitte, Canada, um, here in Toronto. So but that sort of journey um, of how transitioning into sort of like an entrepreneur into a consulting game has always put a huge space in it. Sounds good. So for those that kind of understood the, the subtext of it, it it's really uh, getting into depression, coming out of depression, and, and more on gaining confidence. So how can you gain your own confidence to find something that, that you're interested in, in getting into? So uh, so, so let, let's dive a little bit more. So you talked about engineering, you, you ultimately went to academia, but where the story really starts is kind of that, that platform uh, that you were building here, yeah, and then yeah. landing into depressions. Can, can you walk us through kind of that part of the story? Yeah, absolutely. So I think the whole so I think the whole idea is that when so the idea of like why um, you know, I want to start my own startup was that you you had this kind of like vision, right? When you have this vision and you're so passionate about it, it becomes something of almost like your child, and you really want to kind of bring that to life. Um, I'm sure Luki knows all about sort of this idea of trying to be become your own boss, right? Um, so the thing is, uh, when I basically finished my master's and the the idea is to really kind of pursue technology into in, into force um, that kind of becomes your life direction so you kind of give up not necessarily what uh, what you've learned throughout your entire whether it's academia career whether that's sort of you know um, mechanical engineering career but you kind of take you, you see that I don't really want to do those things anymore I want to put my I want to put all my eggs in one basket and I want to push forward with that 
So once you have this sort of energy and you feel that you can push so much, uh, you know, there was like, there was like traveling to Iceland, traveling to like San Francisco, uh, doing different pitch competitions, doing our, our different business competitions. And somewhat, we were somewhat successful at those, but at the end of the day, like to have a successful startup, there is so much multiple facet that goes into it. Um, mm -hmm. Me being uh, sort of like not the greatest product owner, not understanding sort of the agile methodology, um, not like still a very traditional way of thinking of how like doing engineering instead of doing sort of tech technical development, all those things sort of come into a factor. And then even in terms of how we've, um, we, we get our co-founders in sort of that entire space, uh, our co-founding team wasn't necessarily the strongest. So everything kind of kind of crashing down, right? And so when you see all, when you see the writing on the wall to say that this is the end, but it's just, you kind of gave up your, you know, your past education, your past experience. Um, you have sort of this moment in life, you, and so you're questioning yourself, say, hey, like, what am I doing? Am I doing it right? Like, even if I move forward at this point, like, how do I know I'm making the right decisions? How do I know I am choosing the right opportunities? Because everything that I thought I was doing correctly ultimately crash and burn. Yeah. So from that perspective, what it does to, I think, at least for myself, is it really hinders your confidence, right? Mm. Um, and I think that's just a key, that's a key, such a key component in terms of making a decision is how confident your ability to is uh, for the end result. Now, that's a whole different topic of like, you know, result and process or like, you know, the, the journey at the end. Uh, but sort of that when, when your confidence sort of breaks down, that's when you, that's really, for me, it was really hard to move forward because it's like I can make decisions. But to me, it's like what has changed since this, this failed startup um, to now where I know, you know, the similar idea flow process will result in a better way. Right. Because mm. I'll even kind of give an example. And Luke, I would actually lo 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 love to hear your, your perspective on this. Is it's like during the whole startup scene, the idea is indecisiveness is the killer. So you just want to make a decision and you want to go forward with it. So one of the ways it was like, let's, let's we can even talk about the idea of spending money, right? So in a startup is that we want just to invest in ourselves. So even in the simple idea of like getting an incorporation, Right, getting a getting a lawyer to help with getting incorporated, getting your um, getting your charters right. That was like five thousand dollars, right? Yeah. From a business company, that, that's like that doesn't mean anything. But from yeah. a startup, which like absolutely like no funding, that's a, that's a ton of money, right? Yeah. So we get so basically the idea is like okay, we need incorporation. We need to get our we need to get our co-founder charters right. Five thousand dollars, boom, that's done. Now when that don't go when your your startup ends, that five thousand dollars is just that's just gone to waste. Right. So even if in terms of like thinking about how you spend money and how you want to invest in yourself, for me, it was like, OK, well, let's get let's take let's take a course. Right. Let's um, let's get a certain certification. But these things cost like two thousand dollars, cost three thousand dollars, five thousand dollars. And then what it does is, is that you're like, OK, well, does this really help me do what I want to do? Or is this just another waste of money like what I did in sort of like getting incorporated? Right. So there's that sort of like almost blockage of you reminding yourself of the sort of their past failures and then not really able to move forward into that piece. And so that's sort of the huge lack of confidence um, in terms of my ability to decision making. I don't know if that's something that you experienced in the previous times. Yeah, I, I had almost the, the counterpart of it where, where you talked about like uh, indecisiveness being a killer. I, I was maybe yeah. too de too decisive where uh, I had this vision. So for those that know, I'm, I'm creating an, an app and building it and, and I spent a, a 
boatload of money on it because I had this vision of what it was going to be. Uh, but I mean, I don't have unlimited money, so we could only build what, what we could build. So this is uh, what I envisioned it. But it's like, well, if you want that, it's going to cost this much. But what we can build is this much. So, okay, fine, build it. If you build it, they will come. So, so the expression goes, right? So we mm, built it. We still uh, spent tens of thousands on that. And it was like, oh, I know everybody will want it, but then crickets, right? <laughs> People weren't using it. It wasn't useful. And it's like, okay, maybe I don't know exactly because I was approaching it in a slightly different way. So it was more uh, similar but different in the sense that uh, I had a sense of what I wanted to do. And, 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 I, and I spent the money. Uh, so there was a decisiveness factor, but it wasn't really aligned with uh, kind of what, what, what the market wanted. Whereas uh, the approach that I'm taking right now is really build, building it, as you said, as a product owner, uh, agile, right. iteratively to say, right. okay, what right. do you want? Let's take a look at this. What changes or updates would you want? And then build, build, build and iterate. So that's kind of the new approach, which uh, would have saved me a, a lot of money <laughs> had I gone through that uh, in there. So so that's kind of my my version of the story. It's slightly different, but but on, on the same same vein. But luckily, I, I didn't hit that kind of rock bottom where, where I hit went into uh, confidence and depression. But I'd love if we kind of dive into that area and, and help people who are in that stuck where like you used to have this motivation where you want to kind of build this vision of the world and now uh, the writing's on the wall and, 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 and you, you see it kind of crashing and burning in front of your face and like, oh my gosh, now what? Yeah. What do I yeah. do? Uh, what, what are your thoughts yeah. on that? So, so, that's, so then basically when, when your confidence is at all-time level, right, all-time low, you basically want to like, you, you want to regain that, right? And that's sort of the piece, that's sort of the journey where you kind of take, where you start trying to things that uh, make you feel different things. Um, so for me, I've always been active. Um, so I'm, you know, I'm trying to go to the gym, I'm trying to interact with people, uh, trying to, you know, playing basketball again, trying to start working out again. Um, but it's like, but like there's, the drive is not there. Like you're not really wanting to see people at the gym. You don't really want to see people because of what you have already, you know, had this lack of confidence. You try yourself, you know, I tried myself going to different networking events. I was like, you know what, maybe the startup failed, uh, but let's go into sort of the entrepreneur space again. Network with different people, hear other people's stories and we get inspired by that. That was not really working that well. So at this point, a lot of sort of the external side um, you know, I had was not really working, right? So you start looking at more of sort of like the independent stuff. And this is possibly sort of like a like a dark hole that you maybe don't want to go into, but sometimes you somehow I got into it as well. Right? So you started just watching shows, you know, like you know, trying to do <laughs> different things, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And uh, I played a lot of different video games. Um Video games has always been a huge part of my life, uh, whether that's like, you know, playing like StarCraft when I was younger, uh, Loki, that's a, that's a game that, 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 that I know you enjoyed. Yeah. Um, well, you know, uh, there was like Dota 2, uh, that's something that was a lot about, you know, driving teamwork. And then one of the main um, video games that I played that I haven't really touched in a very long time was something called like World of Warcraft, right? Mm -hmm. Um, it's, it's, I think hopefully the people who are listening are familiar with the game, um, but you know, to give you a little bit of context in terms of World of Warcraft, it is a uh, MMORPG, which is a massive online role-playing game. So basically you are an individual character where you control an individual character and you sort of just progress in this world, right? So you, like, it's, it's very much of like a metaverse sort of thing where like you are an individual character living in a different world. So. Uh, because of sort of this identity, the thing, it, the, the really special thing about this game is that it basically, uh, you can show 
who you are as a person. You can show yourself and all your personas and all your characteristics without really revealing your background, without mm. really revealing like who you are and what you do, et cetera, et cetera, right? That protection of anonymity is so powerful, but no matter how uh, anonymous it is, your identity, your persona will still show through your actions, through your verbiage, through you know the way that you play the game. So this was something that I've always like this. I played this game back when I was like 12, 14 years old. And sort of during this whole entire depression cycle, I was like, you know, I just want to feel something. Right. I want to I want to relive some of like the happy moments that I have. So the idea is to really kind of like I was like, I just want to maybe just start this game up and feel some sort of nostalgia. That's it. That's it, right? And again, I think just one perspective, the confidence was all-time low. My lack of decision was all-time low. There was no sort of drive to go forward. So I'm like, you know what? I just want to feel something, so let me play this game for the sake of nostalgia. So when I opened this game up, the, 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 like what I remembered once upon a time was no longer there. Um, everything was different. The people who I once played with, they all grew up. They all had kids. They all were married. Not, people haven't logged on for years at a time. And like there was a 10 year gap between the last time I played and to like this, this, this time where I try to get out of depression, right? Um, at this time, so, so then what do you do? So I was like, okay, well, I still just want to feel something. So you start reliving some of the past experiences. You run some through the dungeons. You run through some of the, um, you know, the terrains. You, you see some of the experience. You do some, like, you know, player versus player action stuff. You're like, okay, this is kind of fun. This is kind of interesting. But then this is where sort of, like, you, like, my sort of personality comes in. So I've always been someone who's very analytical. I've always been someone who's very competitive. Then even throughout this entire game where you're like, when you're interested in it, you can feel a sense of sort of like um, some, some, some sort of like tangle of sort of drive to go forward. You started doing, I started doing more research about this game, right? I started doing like watching different people play, uh, learning about the different game, gaming system, gaming mechanics, uh, watching different player perspective and just started getting better and better at this game. Right. And the big thing is, is I, um, because the game is such a, community-based game and communication has always been such a key piece of it one of the, and i would say I, i'm a someone who i pride myself on being a very community person that's where i can slowly see myself almost coming out of my shell where i don't have to talk i don't when i when i try to ask someone for help i don't have to you know talk about oh this is my this is my journey about being an engineer about being an academia <laughs> or being you know an entrepreneur i'm like i'm we're both just playing the game I have no idea what I'm doing. Can you help me out in this aspect of the game, right? Right. And, of course, when you, in this game, you're going to get a lot of no's. You're going to get a lot of saying, like, hey, like, you're such a noob. Like, we don't want to help you, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. But then once in a while, you're going to find some really good guy to kind of show you the ways of the game. And then you just start making that network, right? You start making this, uh, you start having, expanding your network from absolutely nobody to know to have, all, have a few people more friends list. We can play together. We can, you know, do dungeons together. And then eventually, um, through also this network, um, I started to get into a so more of a competitive guild, right? Mm -hmm. So basically, a guild is a team of people who do a, 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 a basically curated content that the game provide, um, but basically on like a world ranking level, right? Okay. And basically, throughout this entire time, you know, my com like um, I was more and more confident in myself, my ability at the game. I became better and better. There's a ranking system in the game that could obviously sh showcase that. And then what it does for the psyche is that it kind of shows you that you haven't, like, I haven't lost my ways in terms of learning how to learn. 
right? Mm. The idea of you know looking at different resources and accumulating that um, and putting it back into the game, having multiple hours of practices, having go out and reaching out to different people and really talking about how uh, how the game works, um, talking about different aspects of life, even trying to like even the humanness of the players behind um, the gaming world, like all those things kind of curated together, and I can see myself slowly progressing. So then once I got into this sort of like this competitive guild, I became, I slowly became more and more of a core member, being more engaged in the community, helping more of the newer folks, um, like quote unquote carrying people for uh, more of the lower content. So I became a, uh, a quote unquote a core member of like this US top 300 team that was playing in World of Warcraft. And what that does to the psyche is that like, like if I kind of kind of summarize this entire journey, I think this was like a span of like four months. It was like I went from someone who was a complete novice at the game, who had no network, who had no friends to play this game, in a, in a game which it is solely driven by community, to someone who is now a, a, like a solid member of a community, of a highly competitive team as well. And that entire process entailed me kind of reaching deep down in myself and bring that sort of like inner Brian out, right? So still trusting my ability to be analytical, still trusting my ability to, you know, be competitive. And lastly, is it be like, trusting my ability to be personable and be human to other people and having that communication skill. So basically this entire game, what it did is it brought out sort of this, it reminded myself of a confidence that I basically lost in the previous time. And it basically showcased that this process of you just have to believe, like you have to bet on yourself and you have to remind yourself that all those years of different, of tackling different uh, professions, all the, all the soft skills that you learn, they haven't lost, right? You had a stumble and yes, that could be a combination of so much thing else, but some skills that you have still keep those and keep driving forward. So because of so because of that specific sort of um, I guess just like drive, that's when the idea of like okay, well let's start back. Let's take all of these lessons that I learned in this game and let's push it into the real world, right? Because you, Kaluki, something that you preach so much is on networking, right? Sure. And networking becomes so huge. But if for me, like, I, just, I couldn't do it because there was a lack of confidence, right? So then at this point, when this confidence kind of rebuild up, I'm like, okay, let's, let's buy a ticket to a different city. So that was from Calgary to Toronto and just apply the same principle. You know, I just want to go to the city. Do I want to get a job? I don't know. Do I want to, uh, like, do I want to go back to school? I don't know. Do I want to start a company again? I don't know. But I, what I do want to, what I do know is that I'm going to a new city. I'm going to be analytical. I'm going to be competitive and I'm going to network and uh, like and just kind of apply the same principles and see what I get. And basically to to kind of you know, wrap this story up in a, in, a, in, a, in a quick fold is throughout this entire time when I went to Toronto, I just applied those, applied the same thing, was analytical in terms of being, um, in terms of like writing stories, in terms of learning code, et cetera, et cetera, was competitive with nobody but myself just to see that am I doing better than the week that I was doing previously? Am I learning more? Am I progressing more? And the last thing was just networking. A lot of different friends to connect me with mentors, with coaches, with, um, uh, with different senior managers at different consulting firms. And when I told uh, the story to, you know, literally everybody who I kind of interact with, uh, the one person who gave me the opportunity was um, a senior manager, Deloitte, to say like, hey, your story of like, 
uh, gaming is interesting. Let me give you a <laughs> shot at it. And that's basically how I landed the job at Deloitte. That's amazing. And uh, landing a job through gaming, no less. And, and what I took from that conversation, there's a whole bunch of uh, different areas where uh, the interesting part was that journey seemed to me more of like a, a journey in kind of self-exploration, right? So you went back to that, you have your roots, that nostalgia is like, you know what, I can do this. And I think that competitive nature really helped with, with that uh, progressing. Um, part, part of what I did on my side was more on the reflection. So I wouldn't say that I'm a competitive person, uh, but at the same time, I became like a reflective person where I thought like, hmm, how could I improve? How could I get better? Uh, that was a little bit later in, in, in my career. Uh, but, but from there is, is wanting to progress and figure out, you know what? I don't have to be the stereotypical computer scientist, shy, introverted person. I can network, right? And I didn't start by going into like a big networking conference where I had to meet people. I just started by talking to someone beside me. And then I would talk to people like on the bus, right? In line and stuff like that. So small little challenges that incrementally, but to your point in the gaming world, I, I slowly built um, my confidence there. And she's like, you know what? I don't mind talking to people. I can actually have that. Now, I don't like talking to everybody in every context, but so I kind of honed myself in, in which context, in what areas do I like having those conversations and build up my confidence uh, there. Um, and then and then trying to improve as well. And then when you have that improvement, you can see that progress. You, you, you start building that confidence and it improves. And that doesn't mean you won't slide back a little bit once in a while and say, oh, why did I do that? I kind of screwed up there. But eventually you say, you know what, let me pick myself up and, and go and go and go. Uh, and one interesting part is the, the fact that it was in the span of four months, right? Like, so, so there are some like top tier competitive games where it, it's almost like playing in the NBA or the NHL, right? You have to have mm -hmm. probably some talented gifted. Some of them started when they're like 10 years old. But the yeah. fact that this one is, is driven by community. So there's so many areas of the world where immersing yourself with people, like-minded folks, and, and uh, getting understanding. And I think one of the core skills that you mentioned is uh, being able to ask for help. For I sure. think that is such a core skill to be able to say like, hey, I, I'm, I'm a noob, I admit it, <laughs> could, could we help? And, and someone probably carried you just like uh, you decide to carry other uh, sure. folks. And that's sure. uh, another part where like just kind of acknowledge the, the help that you had along the way and, and kind of pay that back, pay that forward or whatever it is. I think there's so many different life lessons, which is interesting to, to be able to see from, from the world of gaming. But I think all that uh, comes from that little bit of reflectiveness uh, thinking about how can I improve, how can I get better, and then probably that uh, link to say, okay, let me uh, take take this uh, decision and move forward. And I, I love, I don't know if you can kind of go back to that moment to say like, okay, sure. let me go and buy this ticket to Toronto and yeah. immerse myself. Like, how how, how did that decision come about, or how, right, how did right. you kind of make that, uh, that 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 transition? For sure. So actually, before you even asking that question, I actually want to jump into, uh, like, I wanted to kind of reflect on what you said, right? In terms sure. of that idea of like that, you know, you were this introvert, and then eventually, you know, you can't, you can't just jump into the straight of this networking event. Uh, you know, have to go small steps in terms of like, you know, talking to people on the bus, just making small talks back and forth, et cetera, et cetera. Because I love that progressiveness in terms of like networking, right? Because I think a lot of people, when they think about networking, it's like a zero or one. Right, mm -hmm. whether I am not networking at all, where I'm going to these you know events and just talking to people, right? And I think there's such a there's such a spectrum in between from that where you have to feel the ability to 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 be comfortable with yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Something that was on to another person was like, you know, for you to get out of depression, you need to see people, right? Mm -hmm. But it takes a lot of courage, it takes a lot of strength to go from you don't want to see anybody to then to go face the world, mm -hmm. right? That is, that, like, that's zero to one, 
Like some people not like not have the strength where you don't even have to the courage to do that. And that's like that that shouldn't be sort of looked down upon on, right? So you basically you uh, apply that sort of like incremental steps and in, which is like a huge piece of which I felt like gaming was 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 a was a core factor of it was that gaming was sort of this idea of was this middleman where like mm-hmm. you know it's not zero because you're you're talking to different people right but it's not one because you actually get to hide your face you get to hide your identity <laughs> right but this this middle ground is that idea of like you get to still show who you are as an individual mm-hmm. your persona still comes in so that middle space like it's like for people who are not necessarily the great networks who are not necessarily the great talkers like don't have to think about again going from absolute like i don't i'm not really good at public speaking to oh let me go speaking to i don't the the middle of madison square garden and let and let's and let's kind of wow the crowd right there's so many intermediate steps going between i love the idea of talking to people on the bus um i love the idea of um like for me it was going to different uh, sporting events um you know whether that's intramural whether that's like a book club something something that like a third party sort of like hobby that gets you that gives you almost a topic to talk about right book club is always a great place to do it in so you get to meet the friends you get to there's like environmental clubs and stuff like that so <laughs> those are the things where that's that i absolutely love I, maybe i just want to throw the question back at you Luke. like did you did you have any sort of like those 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 small intermediate steps that like were you in a club or something like that were you in um or did you just like start forcing yourself to start talking to people in, like out in the streets yeah, I mean, when I reflect back at it, like what I've been sharing with a lot of folks is I find that choice is really your ultimate superpower, right? Once you make that choice, then things start falling into place. Now, it doesn't mean that uh, choice, now I need to be like a TEDx speaker or something. It's like choice. Now I should go out and talk to someone. That, right. that was it. So for me, it was uh, late in my university career where I realized, you know what? I am the shy introverted kid, um, but I'm making a choice to improve myself and not be that way, right? right? To get a little bit better. And and I had, uh, was probably into a bunch of like personal professional development stuff and, and like every expert starts as a beginner, that sort of thing. So I realized that that first conversation, I knew it wasn't gonna be good, right? But I, I decided to do it anyway and then just kind of incredibly improve. And now that this conversation that I went through, I know it wasn't good, how could I do better? And then better Absolutely. and better and better and there, right? So for, for me, it was, uh, there, there was a club. I actually uh, joined, uh, a badminton club in, in my, my final year nice. at, at university and uh i i like people people like me i had a different persona in this club uh versus my past life so it was almost my version of the video game where like i didn't have all the baggage in history of Luke's kind of shy you. introverted and first second third year you never even heard of him or whatever but now yeah. it's like oh Luki seems interesting he's decent at badminton that sort of thing yeah. um we want to play with him i don't mind being his his doubles partner and things yeah, like that yeah, right yeah. so so that was kind of my um sort of version of that. But what I chalk that up to is, again, that decision, right? Very Small, huge, or whatever. Uh, as long as you make a decision and the choice to, to, to move forward and improve, uh, and then ideally further that decision, where the next one, you improve, improve, improve. I think that, that to me, would be um, the key. But uh, I'd love to kind of start wrapping up this conversation because there's so much more that we could dive into sure. <laughs> in terms of For like sure. uh, building confidence, overcoming depression and things like that, right? So, and, and, uh, and landing jobs and things like that. Uh, but for folks there, I think some of the, the core messages out there are um, really making that choice, right? Who do you want to be in the world? How do you want to be seen? And if, if you can't do that right in the real world, start in a game. 
start in a club, start in a whatever, right? And, and, and from there, try to find your own voice because you, you might want to be some way, but you realize, well, that's not actually me. And then you might adjust that and then do, try a different game, try a different club and whatever and see what, what fits and then, and then move forward and, 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 and progress in that way. So um, what are your thoughts and, 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 and reactions to that? No, I absolutely love it. I think the idea of like, um, like, like, I think choice is absolutely amazing, and I think that I think that the, the choice that you have to even kind of like give you out is like that the choice of being incremental instead of being zero to a one hundred, um, being like a little more progressive, you know, to the, the whole idea of like the choosing to go to Toronto. Uh, that's that's one of those conscious choices, right? Where it's like, okay, I've learned stuff here in 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 whatever world that it is. Let me you know extract those aspects and extract those traits and let me apply them to different things and see are those are those traits tangible right um and those that 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 sort of consciousness of choice moving forward was something that you know ultimately kind of pulled me out of depression um and then sort of like land land something uh like land a pretty interesting role here in Toronto. Uh, so that's it. So basically, absolutely, I can I can echo exactly what you just said. Um, I'm a hundred percent with it. You know, when you don't want to, when you want to push yourself um, so hard towards one specific area, like switch your career. Um, sometimes it's actually good to just take a step back and be better and better yourself in other aspects, right? Whether that's gaming, whether that's badminton, whether that's fitness, uh, whether that's book club, whatever it is, and you can see those tangible traits kind of like come in and come out. And definitely, and, and this episode is less about uh, gaming specifically and how like the, the mechanics of it develop your skills, but what, how uh, going and using something like a game where you, you make progress, you level up, you, mm -hmm. you grow and all that. Well, consider that for yourself, whether mm -hmm. it's in the context of a game, a book club, badminton, or whatever it is that, that you're doing, show that, that progress. And, and oftentimes, uh, some of the underscoring to that is also the community and the network that you connect with is, is, is very helpful. So uh, finding that supportive community that connects accepts you for who you are and uh, allows you to kind of be the version of you so as you're exploring that and then seeing and realizing that okay you have these skills whether you acknowledge them or not maybe you have other people that help you uh, see those skills and move forward with them and and for, for me the, the, the takeaway that I had at, at uh, the end of the day is making that choice right so at, at any point in time it's always a choice either to go into depression or to go out of depression right mm -hmm. one, one of the two uh, and, and then uh, move forward and to to move to Toronto or not, to have a conversation or not, right? It's always a choice. Now, it could be the incremental ones, or it could be something as big as like buying a plane ticket and moving halfway across the country. Absolutely. <laughs> that, that, that's Absolutely. not an incremental choice. That's a huge Absolutely. choice. Uh, but but for pick kind of the, the preferences and the style that you have and, and move forward with that. So Absolutely. Uh, hopefully folks can find uh, kind of parallels to their own life. And uh, yeah, uh, are there any kind of parting words of wisdom that you'd want to share with folks before we close off, Brian? No, like I, I think I think you, you like you, you absolutely capped it off. Um, you know, have have choices in your life and have choices in your life in in terms of taking baby steps um, and not looking you know too much into the future. Um, I would say like I think I think if anything, the idea of confidence. You know, I was there once where confidence is uh, it becomes shattered. Um, you know, the idea is to just look at back in your life and see what you did well. You have succeeded at times in your life, and those successes will carry on. Um, if you ever failed, we all fail in life, and that hurts, and that will that will always hurt. Uh, it still hurts <laughs> to me still today. Um, but you know, there's a sense of believing in yourself. Um, you have what it takes to kind of be um, the best version of yourself, and just kind of keep on going forward. 
Sounds good. I would want to actually play a little devil's advocate to that to say where um, I have a quote that I often cite. It's, uh, for there is nothing good or bad, and thinking makes it so. So whatever happened to you that hurts, what if that was the best thing that could have ever happened to you? Right? And if you change that perspective, uh, that, that's a different choice again, and hopefully sure. that can lead you on to, to a different path. But uh, Absolutely. Uh, th thanks so much, Brian, for in engaging in this conversation. And we started with uh, how gaming got you in, in uh, a job, and we moved over into kind of building confidence and to choice and basically uh, progressing uh, to become the best version of yourself. So thanks so much, Brian, for joining us in the conversation. And hopefully we'll Thank have you, you back for a future me. episode. Absolutely. So, take care, Brian. Thanks for joining us on the Swike Stuff I Wish I Knew Earlier, the podcast. If you like the podcast, please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you found this podcast. And if you can give us a review, that would be very appreciated. Feel free to contact me on LinkedIn at Luki Danu, L-U-K-I-D-A-N-U, and the same on most social media platforms. And I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks. Bye.